Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Welcome to the Baseball Insiders. I am Adam Weiner. My voice is burned out by the winter meetings, as you can tell. Joined today by Ian McMillan uh, of fan-sided betting fame and a Toronto Blue Jays fan. So what better time to have Ian on the show than when he is now in the wait-and-see mode that I was yesterday and the day before, desperately waiting for Juan Soto. Ian is now on tenterhooks, according to Jeff Passan, we are 96 hours away, potentially, from a, a uh, Shohei Otani decision, and you are firmly in the mix, Ian. Yes, and I'm wearing my Blue Jays jersey. I will be wearing my Blue Jays der- jersey up until they fi- uh, officially announce Otani uh, to Toronto. So this is this is exciting times for, for Canadian sports fans, for Toronto sports fans. Um, and I have a lot to say about it. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. And like last show, uh, we are, man, I think we're somehow going to end up doing a stream every single day this week um for those asking where robert murray is he is flying back from the winter meetings we hope to get him one more time this week i think we are probably going live tomorrow with one big winter meetings recap then back to the normal schedule next week uh but yeah we have streamed on this channel every single day this week we have you in the crowd to thank for that Everybody in the Discord, it's boom times in the Discord. If you have not yet become a subscriber and joined us there, uh, perfect timing because the winter meetings uh, might have seemed slow to outsiders, but it was uh, chaos. Um, it, it ended up, uh, the dam may have broken last night. The Otani dam probably going to break at the end of the weekend, early next week. And uh, once Bert is back uh, from being boots on the ground, he's going to be even more active in there, answering more of your questions. So if you have not joined That's the Space to Be, you can either join at the 99-cent level, get access to the chat, or at the all-star level for $7.99 a month. We prioritize your questions, monthly Zooms, private calls with Robert and I, where you get to get some FaceTime. Um, Got some great all-star questions in over the course of today that we are going to use for the next time Robert's on the show, which again, I stick with us, turn those notifications on. I believe that's going to be tomorrow. Um, I'm going to share the insight that I have on this show, of course, as always, whatever that may be. A couple all-star questions about the outfield market, the center fielders, uh, Lee, Bader, Bellinger. Feeling more and more likely to me that Lee is pretty swiftly a member of the San Diego Padres after they save that Juan Soto money. But we will, of course, uh, try to figure out as much as we can as the show and week goes on. And of course... The Baseball Insiders has partnered with Sleeper Daily Fantasy to give new users a first deposit match up to $100. Make sure to use our code FANSIDED2. That's the number two right up there on the screen when signing up to receive your deposit match. Please remember to always game responsibly. Scan the QR code on the screen to see if you qualify. Now, Ian, 
Shohei Otani, uh, the Dodgers were the only team we heard for so long. And it was perceived there was going to be another group of teams, obviously, in pursuit of him, holding secret meetings with him. But I don't think we knew until end of last week just how serious the Blue Jays were when they moved all their winter meetings availability around so they could hang out with Otani at the Florida facility. When did you start believing that you had a real shot here to make noise? Adam, if you remember, we were actually in uh, the fan-sided office together. What was that? Two or three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you might have heard a little voice say at some random point in the day, Whispers are the Blue Jays making moves on Otani. And nobody in the office, believe me, y'all mm-hmm. thought that I was uh, just being a silly goose. Uh, and here we are. We are in contention. So that was the first time through, obviously, uh, I am Canadian. I live in New York right now, but I am Canadian. So most of my Twitter feed and a lot of the sports media I follow are, are Canadian sports media guys. So that was the first day, whenever that, that was. Three weeks ago, was it? Mm-hmm. When I was starting to see from some of the people I follow in the Canadian uh, sports media world saying that the Blue Jays might be legitimate con- uh, contenders to pick up Otani. So it has obviously evolved from that point where we were like, oh, maybe we're in on him, to now where it's looking like it's either us or the Dodgers. So it obviously has evolved quite a bit, but... That was the first time that, that that I was seeing some whispers about it. Yeah, look, we have worked. Uh, everybody wants to know for sure. Everyone in the sports media space wants to be able to declaratively say these are the finalists. These teams are out. That said, it feels pretty safe to call the Blue Jays and the Dodgers the current two finalists. I think um, – And who knows whether or not Dave Roberts will be penalized for saying a normal human sentence of we met with Shohei Otani, a logical phrase, but apparently that might get held against him. I think the people who are plugged in maybe are not willing to say count out the Giants, count out the Cubs. But when you're an outsider, when you're just sitting here watching how this has developed, it definitely feels as if the Dodgers and Jays are now the two most serious and they represent completely polar opposite things in major league baseball right now. So we will learn so much about Otani based on which one he chooses. Let me ask you this. Um, uh, obviously as an American yourself, a uh, Yankees fan, are people here hoping that he signs with the blue Jays? Because aren't we all just kind of sick of the best superstars in the game, just signing with the Dodgers. I mean, obviously for Yankees fans, you'd have to face Otani quite a bit uh, in terms of a competitive standpoint, rather than go to Los Angeles, but isn't it just a better, more fun story if he goes to the blue Jays or are you like, do you not want him to go to the Blue Jays because it's Canada's team and we're kind of irrelevant in that sense? No, I think it's I think it's much more interesting to me if he goes to the Blue Jays. Um, and, and I don't know why I feel this way. I tweeted this the other day. When he was rumored to be checking out the New Balance factory in Boston, I was like, this is disgusting. I can't do this. <laughs> Show here talking to Boston, I can't do it. And it's you would think the Yankees have more recent history against the Blue Jays the Blue Jays have been better for several years now and are, are more in the playoff hunt since 2021. You would think that this would equally disgust me. And no, not really. It kind of just made me thirsty for competition. I, I thought it was, I, I, I think it's a unique fit. And it's obviously one that he is giving a lot of thought to because they say, look, we found out, right? Ken Rosenthal broke it. We all know he met with the Blue Jays and all the team brass at the winter, like during the winter meetings. It's no longer a secret, but they did bend over backwards to shroud that in secrecy. Um, it's not their fault. People are going to find out. They're obviously up to something when no one's at the winter meetings. Like, it doesn't take that much of a sleuth to be like, huh, the GM and the manager aren't here anymore. 
they're probably talking to somebody. So obviously it was going to leak, but they did all they could for it to right. not go public, I would say. And they still have not admitted that uh, themselves, uh, anybody in the, in the Blue Jays management. Uh, it has not come from any of them directly to the media, so they have done their best to keep it. Do you think, do you think this part of the whole Otani sweepstakes is getting blown out of proportion? Do you think he actually really does care whether or not the managers that he's speaking to leaks that he's meeting with the teams? Or has that just become blown out of proportion? Because if I, that's his deciding factor, that's kind of silly. Yeah, I think it's both. I think he does care. I don't think he wants to be betrayed, or I don't want. I don't think he wants to watch managers and executives flaunt it. But I don't think it's going to be the deciding factor. If he comes right out and says, "I was going to be a Dodger until right. Dave Roberts said the normal human <laughs> phrase of we had a meeting," then I'll. I think a lot of people will pivot on Otani and be like, "Oh wow, never mind. Okay, he's lost his marbles a little bit." But, um. Are you pivoting on him at all? Like, are you turning against him because this isn't a spectacle? I don't know. I, I don't know if I buy that take either. No, not at all. Now, and let me make one thing clear. If Otani, and this is one of the reasons, I have a lot of reasons why I think he'd be a great fit in Toronto. They might make a national holiday called Otani Day if he signs with the Blue Jays. Um, this past season at a Blue Jays game, I don't know what the actual event was, but they walked out John Gibbons and Jose Bautista and some of the members of that team that, let me remind everyone, did not even go to a World Series. The best they did was they went to one a a ALCS. That was it. And they got a standing ovation that lasted for like 10 minutes. Just because Jose Bautista was a great player, he hit one home run in a wild card game. This guy is a national hero in Canada. If they sign Otani, there will be parades in the streets. He might be able to become prime minister of the country. He will become a hero. They might put him on like our $5 bill. Um, so no, I love Otani. Otani right now, until he like decides to sign with the Dodgers, which let I me, mean, let's be honest. I don't really want to admit it, but probably going to happen. Yeah. I love this man more than any, anyone else in the world. And if he does sign with the blue Jays, I may weep tears of joy. You wonder if they get a little creative because I like the fit in Toronto. I'm currently, if that's look, I want him to be a cub. I, I can't lie, but that appears to be not in the cards. The The giants have been lurking forever. They got photographed having a Buster Posey Farhan Zaidi meeting at the stadium, but we haven't heard much about them lately. It does seem like it's down in the final two. Uh, you wonder if they have to get creative and maybe give, they're going to have to give opt outs. They're going to have to give incentives because he's not a pitcher right now, but fully plans to be in the coming years. Um, probably going to be some sort of innings incentive there. You wonder how quick the opt-out comes. And if it's like, if the Dodgers are going to say something like, well, don't you want to join the, I don't understand. Don't, don't you want to be a Dodger? Whereas the Blue Jays can say something like, hey, we understand this is a huge life decision. Everybody's been painting LA as the favorites for upwards of two years now. We'll give you three years. Like, we'll give you a nine-year contract, but you can opt out after three. I almost wonder if they can throw in something, a secret sauce there in the middle to make it interesting. Yeah, that would be interesting because I think Toronto teams um, need to be kind of aware that we are Toronto. We're not, you know, the sexiest donation or uh, 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 area of t it's city for players to go to. And it kind of reminds me back of Kawhi, uh, when we uh, the Raptors got Kawhi Leonard. Now, obviously, mm -hmm. different management, different ownership, all that stuff. But like we just we were like, why? Just give us one year. Just give us one year in Toronto. We know you don't want to be a Raptor forever. Give us one year. Give us your all, and hopefully you win a championship. And it did work out. Where I, I could see a similar thing with the Blue Jays and Otani, and, and being like, listen, we don't 
we understand you might not want to be locked in here for 10 years, but give us like three years and then an opt-out. Uh, and then we'll give you an opt-out option. Like just give us a little bit of time uh, for us to try to win you over and win a championship. So I think Toronto sports teams in uh, both the uh, MLB and NBA, I think they are kind of self-aware to that extent uh, where they know we're not the best destination for some of these players. Vivek mystery in the comments brings up the thing that I've been fixated on for several days now asking what is the mystery team on Shohei that's apparently pushing um look the problem with the mystery team in this particular instance is I feel like we've gone through every good Otani fit already and have they've been eliminated like who should be at the periphery of this chase the world champion Rangers made a lot of sense Robert said that for weeks but they were among the first teams that pivoted elsewhere. The Red Sox felt like a scary mystery team until they were quick to pivot. Uh, He told the Yankees and Mets, I don't have any interest in coming to New York. So not them Uh, going back to the angels. Like, does that even qualify as a mystery team? Truly? That sort of just feels like it's a possibility. I can't rule it out, but I wouldn't say like, you know, a mystery team is supposed to knock your socks off. If someone was like, guess who's bidding? The Angels. I would be like, the team he played for, that he has a long-standing relationship with? Yeah. Um, the only other thing that's flagged to me here is there was a rumor in the Japanese press yesterday that floated around Reddit, because of course it did. The Mariners were presumed out a long time ago. Somebody in the Japanese press floated that the Mariners offered Otani a one-year $65 million contract. Now, I don't know if I buy that, but that is my best guess at the mystery team right now. I don't know if you have any other thoughts, because it does feel like so much of the league is eliminated. Who could the mystery team possibly be at this point? Like, it's not the Marlins, so where are we? Yeah, I feel like we're a little late in the process for there to be a mystery team. I feel like the I think I feel like the Blue Jays are the mystery team. Yes. Uh, but now we're far enough along that like and enough, you know, sources have been confirmed that they aren't a mystery anymore, but Mystery teams, especially in, in in modern day sports, are kind of teams that when the process first starts, you don't expect, but then they end up being, you know, one of the final options uh, by the end of it. So uh, right now, I mean, this is the biggest free agent in baseball history, or at least modern history. Like, I, I don't think it would be possible for him to sign with a team that we aren't aware of in terms of him, him giving them a chance. And the dirty secret of the mystery, you're right, by the way, I do think the Blue Jays qualify as the mystery team and we've now moved past that initial stage. But the dirty secret of the last minute mystery team is that it's a fun thing to tweet, but the player never chooses the mystery team. So I think we're probably past that point of no return. Yeah. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, well, other shakeups in the AL East while we wait for Otani to make his call. And it's nice to be on the same page with you here because I, I do want to see him go to Toronto. I think it's fun. Um, the Blue Jays are in an arms race. You know, they're chasing Otani uh, because he's the best player in the world and the highest profile free agent maybe ever uh, for years to come. But the Yankees did make a move yesterday. We were on here, Thomas Carinante and myself, talking about the Juan Soto talks. 
as it, they took forever to get to the finish line, finally, they reached the conclusion at 10.45 p.m. on Wednesday after five hours of medical hangups that were never really explained. The trade package stayed the same. It was the initial package that Jack Curry of the Yes Network tried to leak earlier in the morning. The Yankees give up a lot here. Uh, Michael King turned into someone who looked like he could maybe be their three starter last year. And I want to give the Yankees credit. And I rarely do that. Starting Michael King, converting him from a reliever to a starter last September in a meaningless September for him to dominate and rack up innings in a lost season changed their franchise's fate here. Michael King is not the centerpiece of this deal unless he inexplicably midstream goes back to the rotation and is able to display that the stuff he has translates for five, six, even seven innings. I think he went seven against the Jays in one of those late outings. And credit to Matt Blake, the Yankees pitching coach as well, Johnny Brito and Randy Vasquez. Vasquez was like their 24th best prospect. Brito was not thought about. Both of them ended up in bulk roles last year. Brito made some starts. Vasquez made some three, four-inning starts. Both looked good in the bullpen. All of a sudden, because the Yankees were able to refine those guys and develop them, they end up as the centerpieces of a Juan Soto trade. The Yankees gave to get here. Drew Thorpe is a top-tier baseball uh, MLB Pipeline's minor league pitching prospect of the year last year. Uh, Michael King, two years left of control and proved he could be a capable, potentially exceptional starter last fall. Brito Vasquez, the Yankees are losing innings there from the big league roster. Kyle Higashioka didn't have a home next year, but the Yankees didn't really give up prospects here. They gave up legit big leaguers for one year of Juan Soto, and now they have to go replace the innings. That said, it's Juan Soto. You get Juan Soto if you can. I wonder what your take here is on the Yankees stripping down the pitching a little bit, but in the process, pairing Aaron Judge with one of the best left-handed hitters in baseball. It's pretty much Soto and Otani one and two. Yeah, I just, I, I, were the Yankees, you know, a Juan Soto away from making a run at the World Series? I, I don't think they are. I mean, their pitching was kind of average this year. Their offensive numbers were bad, like 24th and OPS. Does just getting Juan Soto for one year now all of a sudden make them a World Series uh, contender? I don't think it does. So unless... Like, what are do they have a chance of signing him now to like a longer term deal? Do you think? Because in my mind, that's the only way this makes sense because I don't think they have a good enough team surrounding him. I mean, we've just seen this with the Angels, you had two best players in MLB, couldn't make the playoffs. I don't know if getting one Juan Soto on the Yankees now makes them a World Series contender. I agree with you. I think they have a chance to sign him long term. I don't think it's going to come until next offseason. Uh, Brian Cashman. Arguably just as important as the Soto trade itself with the comments he made today saying he wants to make New York a Mecca again. He wants to bring the best players in the game to New York. Um, In the last couple of years, they have, quite frankly, skidded by with very little depth, way less depth than you thought that a team like the behemoth New York Yankees with their inflated payroll would have. They were running Billy McKinney and Jake Bowers and Willie Calhoun out in the outfield last year, and they are replacing those people with Juan Soto. So if he puts his money where his mouth is and Hal Steinbrenner's money where his mouth is and wants to continue to make this a destination like it was in the mid to late 90s through mid to late 2000s, then Soto will probably be heavily pursued to the point of being signed next offseason. Soto's Instagram story too right now includes a video interview of him from a few years ago where he talks about how 
everybody wants to play for the Yankees. Not everyone is honest with themselves, but deep down, everyone wants to join the Yankees. If it's just one year, which Cashman acknowledged today, it's going to be one hell of a year. But I think they're going to put themselves in position to make that noise next offseason as well. And they made it clear yesterday they are not out of the Yoshinobu Yamamoto chase. They said, Andy Martino stated yesterday, they are willing to go to $300 million in the Yamamoto chase, which rumor has it, so are the Mets. Steve Cohen flew to Japan, met with Yamamoto's family last week. Uh, The Mets are not going to go down quietly here. Uh, But I think almost more importantly, neither are the Yankees. Like everyone knows the Mets are going to bid some absurd number and that absurd number might cross 300 million. If the Yankees are willing to do that too, then they're not kidding around. And that sort of sends a message to free agents in the future, whether that's Juan Soto next year or whether that's the other arms available like Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell. Yeah, I think the Soto trade, I think uh, we need to wait to see if that was a good trade. Wait to see if they can get a guy like Yamamoto and wait to see, you know, what else they can do with this roster between now and opening day. If they can make some more moves, including get Yamamoto, they're going to put themselves in a great spot with Soto. Um, Or if they re-sign Soto to a long-term contract next offseason, then this trade is going to look good. But if they don't get Yamamoto, if they don't get more pieces and they kind of put their the same lineup out next season except plus Juan Soto then and then don't re-sign him he goes somewhere else next offseason it's gonna be failure it's gonna be bad dream yeah and everyone should I mean this is not gonna be a Yankees victory lap podcast we're excited to have Juan Soto like if you get the chance to get Juan Soto go ahead and get him but look at the rotation um I mean you're not you're not gonna get homerism for me here Garrett Cole coming off a Cy Young year Nestor Cortez coming off 12 starts Carlos Rodon coming off a similar number of starts most of them bad uh, Clark Schmidt stays. The fifth starter is probably not in the building right now. Jack Curry said again today for, I think, the 50th time that they're looking at a, an incentive-laden one-year deal for Frankie Montas. So I'm fairly confident they are going to re-sign him. He's going to have to earn back the fans' trust. That's that's not a move where you're going to get to the podium and be like, FYI, we brought Frankie Montas back. Hold your applause. Like, There's a chance he regains all-star status, but... No one's going to be hooting and hollering over that one. So the rotation has a ways to go, and almost everyone in it is a question mark. If they don't get Yamamoto, it looks fairly bad, and it's going to be tough. The Mets want him. The Dodgers really want him. And if the Dodgers miss on Otani, if he's a Blue Jay and the Dodgers have to pivot, that's another $300 million team joining that conversation. Yeah, let, let's get let's get Yamamoto in New York with Juan Soto. Let's get Otani in Toronto, and the AL East is going to be fun next year. Yeah, I'm 100% in. The Orioles, surprise AL East champions. The Rays couldn't have less interest in seeing them continue their reign. Apologies, uh, Apologies to the crowd, but they seem close to trading Tyler Glass now. Uh, the Cubs are heavily in there. Maybe they trade Randy Rosarana and Isak Paredes too. Now, will they find new people to regenerate and take their roles? Of course, that's what they do. But um, I'm fairly done with the Rays. And the Boston Red Sox, you and I are aligned that, uh, no, let's let's wait another year. Simply no on that. So I am down for the Yankees and Blue Jays' uh, bloated payroll resurgence in 2024. Uh, The Orioles, of course, will be in the mix, potentially for the division, potentially for a wild card. I like all all three of those rosters quite a bit. I think we maybe see the Rays and Red Sox fall in that 4-5 spot. Love it. Otani. Uh, teaming up with his uh, another guy who went to the same high school, Kikuchi, in Toronto. 
Rogers communication backed. Give him a boatload of money. I can't wait. I'm refreshing Twitter every hour. It's got to happen soon. That's how it goes. I was refreshing. I was checking to make sure I had notifications turned on yesterday for everyone I might need in the Soto conversation. I was like, do I need Jim Bowden? Probably not, but better safe than sorry. Are you going to do anything? Like, how are you preparing this weekend for the decision? Like, are you doing anything superstitious? You're going to go about your life, but again, continue to refresh Twitter. Like, how do you prepare yourself? I'm just going to be wearing my Blue Jays jersey from now until the decision is made. Uh, if I leave the apartment and go out somewhere, maybe I won't wear it, but maybe I should. Maybe that's going to be the difference maker. Maybe like uh, I'm going to a New York Islanders game today. Maybe I just have to wear my Blue Jays jersey just, yeah, to, I, just, to, just, just to get some good voodoo on my side. I wouldn't change a thing. I would say that whatever you're doing, if it's working, you you roll it, you know, outside, inside, you know, nobody cares. This is a, this is a winter meetings week. It's a special week for all of us. Ian, thanks for joining me uh, again. Our fourth stream in four days from the winter meetings, and we will have Robert on tomorrow for Fallout. And any questions you have, drop them in the Discord, drop them in the All-Star channel, the regular chat. We will call all of them. We'll have Robert answer as many as he possibly can. I'll, uh, yeah, we'll shepherd him. We'll make sure we get another show out. And then next week, back to the normal schedule, 3.30 Eastern time on Monday. Uh, it's been a, a slow winter meetings for sure on the outside, but below the surface, you got that duck's legs churning the Otani uh, stuff hanging over the whole thing. And uh, yeah, we're going to get a resolution there relatively soon. I guess not soon enough for some, but man, the doors are really going to bust down when it does happen. Baseball insiders again, partner with sleeper daily fantasy fan sided. Number two, the promo code at the top of the screen, Ian McMillan. Thanks so much for joining me, dude. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.